You're watching No Go Zone with Henry. Oh boy, welcome back everybody. Thank you for joining us here today, March 1st. Welcome to March, everybody, heading towards spring. Hope you're uh, enjoying it wherever you are out there in uh, the world, down below, up in the west, up in the north, all that good stuff. Uh, I'm Henrik, welcome here to uh, No Go Zone, as we do on Wednesdays. Usually we try to start at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, midnight Central European time, uh, but we are a little bit late and gay here today. Uh, I do have an eclectic uh, kind of bunch of topics for you today. I do want to talk a little bit about uh, Ben Benny Shapiro's attack on uh, Scott Adams following his uh, <coughs> very, uh, very based comments. Uh, let, let, uh, let's refresh. The best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the fuck away. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so <coughs> we're we going to see what uh, am I coming in too hot? Is that what's going on? Uh, we're going to see what uh, Benny has to has to say about that, because as we know, he is a uh, a moral guiding light. Uh, he's in fact, he's a light unto the nations, uh, Ben Shapiro, when it comes to uh, moral issues, especially when it comes to, you know, the support for Israel uh, and what they're doing to the Palestinians. So he has a he has a lot of court. He has a lot of room to talk uh, about those kinds of things. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll get to that a little bit later here. Uh, what else do we have? Well, a little bit of this, and can I, as I said, a little bit of that. We'll we'll look at some of the kind of uh, put some of Scott Adams' comments in uh, perspective, just a little bit. Uh, we have uh, uh, stuff happening in St. Louis, actually, and uh, Lori Lightfoot, if you know who that is, uh, she didn't win her. Was it second or? Th- Third election, second, maybe second follow-up. Uh, crime is is out of control, and of course that kind of connects with, uh, you know, Scott Adams a little bit, uh, his comments as well. Uh, partially, uh, we do have some stuff about Finland uh, building a border fence towards the uh, Russian, the Russian side, the Russian border, uh, which is kind of crazy. The Nordic Resistance Movement was uh, was out. They did kind of a you know, flash demo against. Uh, uh, NATO membership and stuff like that. We'll uh, look at that video. It's uh, not too bad. Uh, but yeah, then we'll see what we have time for a little bit later. Uh, there are some other stuff as well, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that, folks. There's uh, there's time for that. Uh, if you want to join us today, entropystream.live slash TV. Entropy is open. So is Odyssey and Rumble. I'll keep an eye on that throughout the uh, stream here as well today. Uh, but yeah, why don't we start with... Uh, what did I have first here? Let me see. Let, let's, uh, let's say what Lori Lightfoot said, right? So, yeah, so she lost uh, the election, which is always curious, you know, because <laughs> on some level you think these people are just always going to keep being in there uh, for, for as long as they the cheaters keep them in place, I guess. Uh, this is what she said. Let me just uh, do this. So thank you. and, and Mayor, Mayor Beetlejuice. Thank right? everyone so much. Um, I feel a lot of love in this room as I felt every step of the way on this journey. Uh, I've called Brandon Johnson and Paul Vallis uh, to congratulate them on their victories in advancing uh, to the runoffs. We were fierce competitors in these last few months, um, but I will be rooting and praying for our next mayor to deliver uh, for the people of the city for years to come. Thank you. <laughs> that lady gets applause at all is uh, incredible. I guess she, maybe she bought them something, the uh, crowd there. Uh, that's right. Yeah, that, what is St. Louis. That's right. That's Missouri. I got my geography kind of all, all wrong here. Uh, she's, of course, Chicago, which is Illinois. But Chicago, of course, one of the most uh, 
wor- well, the worst places in in America. One of them, I think, it's even worse if you get down to like uh, uh, what Memphis, uh, Alabama, these certain areas down that way. I think uh, which one? Which one was the most like? Violent play. It was in Nashville, although they've had uh, their stuff there too. But uh, anyway, I forget which one it was. Uh, it was one of the southern states. Uh, a lot of black, uh, a lot of black crime, uh, black violence down there. All right. So very sad to see that uh, she's going. Uh, Biden had some interesting comments too. Let's just uh, you know we'll warm up here a little bit. Check this out. I have a nurse named Pearl Nelson, military. She'd come in and do things that I don't think you learn in medical school, nursing school. She'd whisper in my ear. I didn't, couldn't understand her. She'd whisper. She'd lean down. She'd actually breathe on me to make sure that I was, that there was a connection, a human connection. She even went home and brought back her pillow from her own bed because she didn't knew the one I had the one comfortable. But I'm not joking. <laughs> All right. By the way, you docs are good. If there's any angels in heaven, they're all nurses, male and female. You know why? <laughs> you guys let us, you guys make us, allow us to live. They make it, they make it too simple. Nurses make you want to live. This is, this is too simple. This. The president is the best communicator that we have in the White House. That's right. Bringing down prescription drug costs doesn't just save money for seniors and Medicare. It's going to have a significant effect on the federal deficit. It's going to lower the debt by $159 billion. And you say, well, how can that be, Joe? Well, right now, the government... So we can give it all to Ukraine. Our tax dollars pay out through Medicare the help for the prescription drugs. If they have to pay out $159 billion less, <laughs> less for prescription drugs... Why are you laughing? Studies show further that the more the more likely you are to pass or have serious injury the further you are from access to a hospital (laughs) by the way you docs are good if there's any angels in heaven they're all nurses male and female that's right absolutely one of the best communicators i remember when they made fun of like george w bush for like putting food on your family you know he tripped over words and stuff this is just a brand new brand brand new level here Ugh, boomer posting here uh but of course he couldn't uh, get far without shitting on uh, on white people uh, he said this as well but, and by the way you know i'm not I, I i may be a white boy but i'm not stupid <laughs> i know where the power is i know where the po- you think i'm joking i learned a long time ago about the divine nine <clears throat> divine nine huh uh, you, you know you know who pays your bills or puts uh Money in your pocket, mister. All right. Oh, boy. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, so, so Scott Adams here. We talked about uh, in the weekend show here. Uh, Musk kind of came out in support, uh, or at least not putting uh, Scott Adams down, which was, which was good. I think he, be- he, I del- he deleted those later, uh, the comments about that. He basically called the media uh, racist for being uh, anti-white and anti-Asian. <laughs> I don't see too much of that, to be honest. But okay, we'll give it. We'll give it to Musk. At least he, he backed him up, right? Uh, why do we have to? Why do we have to ban those kinds of uh, uh, you know uh, comedians? And he said uh, Dilbert was like, a, it's a it's a decent uh, comic. Why do we have to uh, cancel all these people? But uh, you know, again, uh, his comments was as we talked about last Friday, completely 
reasonable when you put them in perspective, right? He basically said, well, here's a bunch of people that hate white people. Why should white people be forced to live in those conditions and live around those people? So that's why he said, again, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the fuck away. <clears throat> so Ben Shapiro came out to, uh, of course, uh, he, as I said, he's the uh, arbiter, arbiter of morality here. So let's. I actually don't have the video of this. Uh, I got it from, uh, uh, let me see, what's, what's the exact channel? Remnant Poster, I think it is. Good uh, Telegram channel, Remnant Poster. He, he, uh, he posted these two clips. Uh, and uh, he, I think he said, uh, as expected, Ben Shapiro dismisses Scott Adams out of hand, claiming that St- Scott's advice to white people that they should avoid hateful black people is terrible. Terrible. It's unclear why Benji thinks it is terrible since he doesn't bother explaining why. But he does make sure to stress that the libs would have cheered for Adams if he had said as much about white people. Ooh, that's that's, it. that's what we got. Okay, <clears throat> at least we got that. But I mean, it's the current year. It's 2023. Maybe if he said this in 2020, I'm sorry, it's 2010, uh, t- t- 11, 12. We'd be like, oh, ooh. <laughs> nice. Remnant poses are really groundbreaking stuff. I'm so glad that we have this squeaky little Jew to lecture us about why we shouldn't try to avoid people who openly hate us. Unquote. That's from uh, Remnant Poster here. Here's the here's the audio clip of Ben here. Yep, hang tight. Why is Anna playing? Where's Ben Shapiro? Oh, there it is. Okay, I got to do this. That's why. Let's try that again. Here we go. Over the weekend, so that's one more jump. Holy smokes, this is this is good. <laughs> this is going badly. Let's try it. About this over the weekend. There we go. So the first big controversy was Scott Adams. So Scott Adams was the creator of Dilbert. He uh, he had a, an unfortunate clip that went viral because he was talking about a poll from Rasmussen, and this poll from Rasmussen is super disturbing. The poll from Rasmussen polled Americans on the question of quote it's okay to be white. Is it okay to be white? 72% of Americans agree that it's okay to be white. 12% disagree. 69% of Democrats agree and 12% disagree. But among black Americans, 53% agree that it's okay to be white. 26% disagree. 21% not sure. So only a bare majority of black Americans, according to Rasmussen, think it's, quote, okay to be white. Now, there are a couple of reads on that poll. One is that people are not actually listening to the poll question. They're hearing that as a slogan. And so they're hearing that as a responsive slogan that is sort of racist in intent. Now, again, I think that they're divining too much in the question. It's okay to be white. But <laughs> that, that is a plausible read. The people see here it's okay to be white. What they, what they are thinking is it's superior to be white. Okay, fine. That is the kind read. No. Bottom line, though, is if those poll numbers are representative, at least a quarter of black Americans think it's not okay to be white, right? How the fuck okay becomes superior? That would be the actual converse of it's okay to be white. Which is disturbing, because if you had 26% of white Americans saying it's not okay to be black, that would be incredibly disturbing and super problematic. And it would spell, you know, some real problems in our public. Why? Do you want some uh, kind of apartheid back in the uh, situation here, Benny? (laughs) Now, look, I don't want to misrepresent what happened in South Africa, because it's not at all uh, comparable to what's happening in Israel right now. 
But for for the for the love of the gods, this guy is going to talk about uh, you know so-called racist views or like how one group mistreats another. All right, Ben, we'll, we'll get around to that. You'll see what I mean. So Scott, uh, so Scott Adams decided to go off on it, but the way that he went off on it was in the dumbest possible way. So here right. was Scott Adams talking about this. So if, if you know, nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me, according to this poll, uh, that's a hate group. That's a hate group. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. And I would say, you know, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the f*** away. Wherever you have to go, just get away. Yeah, what? what? Why would you so, want to live in really that terrible. situation? Why is it terrible, Ben Shapiro? Why is that terrible? <laughs> what is wrong with the people who hate whites? Okay, maybe that's what you should be asking. And then, of course, as Scott Adams pointed out in his video, just this endless stream of of black on white violence videos that keeps coming at you every every damn day. Uh, it's clear that these people have been whipped up into a frenzy to hate white people. Uh, maybe that's terrible. Maybe that's the problem. So that's really terrible. <laughs> that's a really terrible racist thing to say. No. That based no. on this poll, you should just run away from all black people. <clears throat> now, here is the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. You can agree with that. Also, agree with. Because uh, you and your group had to run away from those who are like <clears throat> anti anti Semitic. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, see, let's see you tackle that that's one. That's a terrible racist thing to say. Also, if you replace every word that says black in that sentence with white in that sentence, the mainstream media will not only cheer you, they will give you an op ed slot at the New York Times. Well, they won't, but they won't, they won't criticize society. you. Oh, here's uh, the sheet commercial coming up here. Already coming up. So, I say that if Scott Adams' quote, the races had been reversed, the left had been totally fine with it, I have some evidence. It's the Ben Shapiro Show. <laughs> anyway, I'm Ben Shapiro Show. Um, there's another post there, Remnant Post, that says, looks like the uh, clip number two here. The uh, kosher gatekeeping of anti-white hatred that many of us have been predicting is in full swing. All the little con ink creeps like Ben Shapiro are now going to pretend to care about anti-white hatred while carefully walking a line of continuing to deny whites any sense of racial awareness. That's right. So they can point out all these things. Now, I've repeated this so many times, right? Conservative Inc., all these people are more afraid of a counter-reaction and awakening of white identity than they are with like Antifa or anti-white uh, hatred or violence or these kinds of things, right? They, they're basically saying, no, slow down. Just just keep covering this up a little bit more. It's, it's the, from Charlie Kirk, uh, you know, to Bill Maher, uh, this is a whole clique, right, of, of conning people. Dan Bongino was another post by him. Uh, what's it, Barry Weiss, you know, these kinds of people, they're like, they're the rational ones now. The, oh my God, look at all these, look at all this hatred here for white people. Uh, this could this could lead to something really, really bad. We have to stop uh, the anti-white hatred so that the white people don't wake up, right? And they can, and they still, they can point out the anti-white hatred, but still remain on these major platforms and not get banned, right? Because they're not actually a, a threat when it comes down to it. Uh, they're, they're gatekeepers. Uh, they're a limited hangout. They're a, a conservative steam valve. They, they get enough exposure on Fox News and, you know, these kinds of sources in order to get the audiences and support that they, they need, right? 
So Ben Shapiro comes comes from, of course, uh, Jewish Hollywood money, right? His family, uh, big there. So, of course, he gets promoted in the mainstream. Uh, you turn on a, a, a random streaming server, like Roku or something, and there's this podcast being promoted. Or, uh, you know, Plex have, their, have, have a little podcast thing that's like a streaming type service, right? Uh, oh, there's oh, there's Ben Shapiro promoted again the Daily Wire show. Okay, there you go. Remnant Post continues here. Benji also accepts their framing that they are trying to quote upend a power hierarchy. This, this the, yeah, this is the second clip. Listen to this here. Actually, before we read the comment here, uh, the po the power hierarchy. Right, it's about power. Um, let's listen to this first here then. And there's a case we made you should. Let me go back again. Here we go. Why does that stop every time I go over this weird? Okay, all right, here we go. We'll lose his entire comic strip. And there's a case we made you should. And those people will be rewarded and they will be put over at New York Magazine, no problemo. So just a few things they say that white people are better at. Violence. You know, imagine that you were asked a question about what are black people better at and you answered violence. Your job is over. You lose your job. Oh, he's talking about that video. That's right. Okay, well, this is still in the same, uh, obviously the same area here. We'll, we'll look at one of those comments later. It's, it's gone. I mean, you're just not, you're never getting it back. If you said that what black people are better at is insecure. It's a video from a while ago resurfaced, right? What are, what are white people better at than they said, like, conquering and colonialism and stuff like that? <laughs> Which is like, all righty, based. Security, ego, that black people are dicks. That's literally what somebody said on that video. That they are better at oppression. That they are better at lack of empathy. That black people have no empathy. If you said that sort of thing, and just reverse the races, if you said that sort of thing, no job for you, you're toast. If you said what black people are the best at is cultural appropriation, taking things that don't belong to, I mean, first of all, I said stealing, actual stealing. Then they said taking things that don't belong to them and culturally appropriating them. If you said any of that sort of stuff, you would be out of a job tomorrow. It is that simple. In other words, racism is totally fine with the left, but only toward one group. I shouldn't say only toward one group. There are certain types of racism that are totally fine from the left, depending on whether you are higher or lower on the intersectional pyramid. So if, if you are a white person and you're anti-Asian, that's racism. If you're a black person, you're anti-Asian. We don't talk about that sort of stuff. That's If you are a white person, you're... Oh, they, they covered that a little bit, yeah. White supremacist and you hate Jews, we talk about that a lot. If you, oh, here we go. Of course. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the, that's the, big, that's the big problem here. If you are a black person and you're beating the shit out of a Jew in Williamsburg... <laughs> that, that we that does not get any media coverage whatsoever. We don't care about that. Actually, that is not, actually that is not worth discussing. It, get, it, get, it gets uh, uh, local local coverage quite a bit, but it's it's fra it's framed from and there's a, a, a slew of activist groups there. Like okay, now anti-Semitism is on the rise. The ADL is, is there and stuff. It might not be a George Floyd type of cover coverage in natural national media. I recognize that, but the reason why that's picked up. Why, that, why, why a George Floyd case is picked up versus, let's say, a black person beating up a Jew in Williamsburg is because the George Floyd thing can be used against white people, <laughs> right? That's that's the difference. White people don't have an ADL, right? We don't have those, like, it's like one here, if you look at it later, like a man, man shoots uh, another man in the head, you know, kind of thing, and it looks like it's like a daylight uh, execution, like a black guy shooting a, a white guy in the head. If the roles, uh, racial roles were reversed there, that would have been, this is a racial attack. We need, this needs to be examined. We need to have a national discourse about this, right? Why why are white people so violent, etc.? In this case, it's just ma man shoots man, you know what I mean? And that's it. But yeah, what, what I was going to say, the, 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 their main fear is 
us organizing or doing something against these things, right? So they can point out what the left has done or even like kind of problems adjacent to like cultural Marxism that we've been exhibited to uh, that's like have corroded uh, our culture in the West, things like this. But as soon as you talk about, well, what do we what do we do about this stuff? Like, and how do we begin reversing if, if immigration have been used as a weapon against us since these 60s in most of Western countries? Like in Sweden, it was like, you know, mid 70s that started, but it was within the realm of 10, 15 years in most Western countries, uh, immigration started being used as a weapon against us, right? Well, we have to we have to obviously have to do something about that then, right? We have to elect people, if we can, that openly starts talking about reversing these policies, undoing them, repatriate. No, no, no. That we can't can't do anything about this, you see. We just have to whine and complain on it endlessly, but we can't organize. We certainly can't have white people standing up for themselves and saying, you know what? We deserve to have an identity too. We need to have groups that protect us as well. We need to operate on the same level if we are to survive what's being done to us. Ben Shapiro will never, never recognize. Oh, that's terribly racist. You want to get away from people who hate you? Well, that's a terribly, terribly racist idea. Yeah. Now do Israel, Benny. Stop talking about that right now. All of which suggests that for the left, unfortunately, racism is not actually the problem. It is a power game, which is what it is. The left believes. Why? Yeah, because. To take power from whom? In a deconstructionist vision of society. Not that, that, not that that's a correct view, but I'm saying the perceived power and upper hand that white people have, right? That's what they think is going on. That has to be restored and, and uh, uprooted, you know. Which all words and all societal forces are merely guises for power. And so when you say to yourself, wait a second, that, this makes no sense. And just on a pure human level, it makes no sense that you're okay with racism against white people, but you're super anti-racism against black people. That doesn't make any sense. You have to understand that for the left, it isn't about the racism, it's about the power. And they'll say this. They'll say that racism is only possible from the powerful toward the powerless. So if you have people who are less powerful, who actually hold some of the most egregious views in society, if you have those people, if those people exist, it doesn't matter. They don't have power. It's about power. It's about restoring a balanced power and not just a balance. About restoring supreme power for certain groups at the expense of other groups in order to overturn the system generally. Which means that it's all lies. It's not actually about preserving a moral system. It's about upending what they perceive to be a power hierarchy. Sure, that's true. If you catch them in an off moment, this is precisely what they will say. It's why they add the definition of power to the definition of racism. And most of us say racism is based on your bad feelings about another group of a pers- uh, of people based on ethnicity or race, right? That's what racism is. People on the left will say, no, it's that combined with power. Yes, just to prevent white people from being able to claim that racism is that they're experiencing racism other groups are racist towards them right <clears throat> again i mean the fact is that there's outrage when there's posters that says it's okay to be white frames the, explains perfectly everything you need to know right <laughs> of where we are in our call but it's still these from ben shapiro's side it's it still excuses about all this shit you know what i mean which means it's really just about the power it's not about the thought whatsoever which is why again it doesn't excuse us from holding a standard as good human beings for what racism is and is not and holding everybody to that same standard it does mean that what the left is actually doing when they do this sort of stuff is they're undermining whatever credibility they supposedly have on these issues in the first place now meanwhile speaking of uh, people who have been ousted from polite society 
Libs of TikTok, Kaya Raychek, has now been informed by the software company Slack that it permanently suspended her from being able to use their services over a non-specified violation. What exactly did Kaya Raychek do? No one knows. Yeah, so of course it goes on to defend a Chabad uh, Jewish woman. She does, look, she does, that's great. I, I like Libs of TikTok, they do great work. But you know what the difference is? The difference is that Shia Rachik gets invited on Fox News after she's, whoa, see, I hit that all the time, canceled, right? I got to <laughs> update that. I got to up, update, change it. Uh, she, when she gets canceled, she gets she gets a break by going on Fox News with Tucker Carlson, for example, or she gets, uh, you know, shout outs from uh, Ben Shapiro. We were banned. I was ba- we were banned from Slack the other day, but it, and, and it's not that I expected this, but I'm just saying for conservative ink there's a whole safety net still in place and in fact you can even kind of you can even market your 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 canceledness a little bit too uh nothing wrong with milking that it it shouldn't be done i'm saying it's justified obviously but i'm saying there there's a large swath of a lot of people there that will kind of back each other up but as soon as there's someone outside of that sphere that also receives the same level of criticism they're less likely to highlight that or to discuss that right then they go on and talk about you know the can- cancel culture and all this kind of shit right whether it's a red ice or or a, you know whatever nick fuentes or you know whoever it is um that's getting a daily stormer or something you know it's like that's like a, there's not much coverage of that. You know what I mean? Uh, so Remnant Post said regarding this clip we just listened to, Benji, Ben Shapiro, also, also accepts their framing that they're trying to, quote, upend a power hierarchy, pretending as though leftists have not already made the system structurally anti-white with civil rights policies, affirmative action, and massively lopsided allocation of government resources towards interest of non-whites. All of the, again... Because that would be to admit that they've won, which then automatically means, well, what do we, what do we do about it then? How do we reverse that, or how do we fight back? Right? No, no, those things are still there. They, they, they still love the, uh, um, uh, you know, civil rights and MLK and all that kind of stuff. Although that was like an, an anti-white uh, communist plot, essentially to overthrow uh, America and then the extension of other countries. Right? All of this. I'm not posted. Continues here has already taken place, but Shapiro makes it a point to act as though his gatekeep, uh, gate, gate, sorry, gate-kept frame uh, can stop it from happening. Yeah, it's <laughs> anyway, it was a, and then it was a Dan Bongino here. I want to read that too from uh, Remnant Pulsar here. Dan Bongino just claimed, because all the, the conservative ink got afraid immediately, right? No, 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 no national divorce, right? It was trending for a little bit. We can't say we can't separate. <laughs> so why not? <laughs> why not? Really? Why not? The, look, and those who want to go on and, and live uh, together in some multicultural sense, well, go ahead and do that. But it doesn't have to be like that in every damn white country, in every damn European country, in every damn you know, from every country to every county to every city to every street to every you know neighborhood to every house. Now soon, you know what I mean. It needs to be everywhere, blanketed. Dan Bongino just claimed that the poll showing black distaste towards white people is a, quote, distraction from Biden's poor performance. Uh, okay, I didn't. I don't have that clip, but I'll take Remnant Poster's uh, word for that. Uh, definitely, I believe he would say something like that. Yeah, they're trying to divide us. Uh, no, they're actually trying to uh, make everybody into one glob. That that's the ma- the main issue at the end of the day. 
is to everybody get everybody unified into a raceless, cultureless cesspool. Uh, and here, of course, these con ink conservative creatures are no different. They re- they offer no differences here. They 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 just they just want less of the anti-whiteness so that white people won't wake up. While the leftists just can't help ha- ha- you know help themselves and anti-whites, they just hate white people so much they think they're gonna look. We have them on the run right now. Let's go in for the kill. That's what they think. Well, the conservatives are like, no, 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 no. We need to be united, everybody. And look, there's nothing wrong being friends or working together. Or whatever. But I'm just saying, like, obviously, you don't want to, you, you don't want your children to grow up in a scenario where, like, they are hated for being white and being subjected to violence every other day or every day or every hour of the day. No one can live like that. We can't live like that. So what's the what's the option? Okay, you you hate us. Okay, not hundred percent of you hate us, but what is it? Fifty percent. 20, is it just 25% one of four people I encounter? At least one of those will hate me just for being white. I still don't want to live like that. And if they have a problem with that, we'll take it up internally in the in the group then. Okay, do you, why does you, so many of you hate white people? And if we're so damn horrible, if we're such white supremacists, let us go and live by ourselves. <laughs> okay, here's, here's us, you're over there. And of course, we used to have this. It used to be called countries, nations. White people had them, non-white people had them. It was great. Uh, no, the difference is now non-white people still have them, but white people do not. See see how this works? It's only white people that can't have X, you know, whatever it is. He did not mention, Remnant Post continues regarding Dan Bongino here, Scott Adams by name, but made sure to pillory what he describes at, as media fixation on the poll. Con Inc. is absolutely shameless in its gatekeeping of white racial awareness. Whites are the primary audience for their content and are also the overwhelming majority of Republican voters. Legitimate leadership would acknowledge this and act in the interest of their supporters. That's right. Con Inc. is the biggest complex of scam artistry in modern America. White Americans deserve to know the truth about what other racial groups think of them so that they may act accordingly. Con Inc. is selling a perverse MLK conservatism. Absolutely. Designed to keep people naive and ignorant of the challenges that are coming down the pike. Of course, anti-white racial animus is common knowledge for anyone who has spent an extended period of time around non-whites, especially blacks. But these con ink people also know full well that many of their listeners are genuinely ignorant of that animus. The MLK worshipping conservative propaganda is all they've ever heard. And they want to continue here that because that feels good. See, it's the it's the easy way out. It's the that's right. That's right. It's not it's not about race. It just let's just let's just get along, everybody. Instead of saying, look, we have a problem here and we have to do something. The racial multicultural utopia that you thought would work doesn't work. <laughs> it's been proven to be a failure in most countries. God, even Merkel, like 20, not 20 years ago, when was that, 2010 or something ridiculous like that, Merkel was like, multiculturalism has failed. You know, it's like, okay, well, what do we do about it then? Obviously, closing the border should be step number one, and then we'll talk about repay. No, no, no. Can't, see, we can't do anything about it. So the leftists want to keep you powerless. Con Inc. wants to keep you powerless and in the dark about what's going on. This feedback loop must be broken for the sake of white Americans everywhere. And uh, uh, this conversation can extend to any European country. 
around the globe, right? Because we're facing the same issues there. So remember this? Here's, here's Ben Shapiro here. The radical evil of the Palestinian Arab population. Now granted, this is a while ago. He was, a, he was younger then, right? But the point is, people like this would be canceled for that. If there's, if there's someone that had this discussion that, who's not Ben Shapiro about any other group, that would be, this would have been you know, dragged out by now and it would have been covered, and and that person would have been fired. But Ben Shapiro is there as the accepted gatekeeper, uh, just as Susan Wojcicki said of YouTube. He said, well, Ben Shapiro will meet the guidelines. Certain content have to meet the guidelines. Ben Shapiro will meet the guidelines. <laughs> it's like hands off. You know, it's, it's like Epstein, right? It's like uh, uh, Costa shows up and said, oh, I was told, I was told Epstein was intelligence. So leave, leave this alone. Hands off, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> it's the same thing with, with uh, Shapiro. <clears throat> this, is, this is not too long. What was it about uh, toy, toilets? What was it again? Yeah. Such policy demonstrates an adolescent understanding of Palestinian Arab motivation. Palestinian Arabs, as Ben Shapiro writing, will not be bribed. The West, West have bribed them for decades, and the Palestinian Arabs have demonstrated their preference for suicide bombing over working toilets. Palestinian Arabs will not be moderate. Israel has ceded land continuously since the year 1993, and the Palestinian Arabs have demonstrated their preference for murder over peace. Palestinian Arabs must be fought on their own terms as a people dedicated to an evil cause. So you gotta, you got to whip out your most evil uh, tactics and methods then to fight them, Ben. So here, here's, the, here's the great uh, anti-racist uh, speaking here, Ben Shapiro, right? Um... Yeah, treating co collective problems as problems of individuals. See here, see. <clears throat> treating collective problems as problems of individuals is a vacuous panacea. Waiting for Arafat to die of old age did not moderate the Palestinian Arabs. Supporting one radical over another will not moderate them either. The Palestinian Arab population breeds terrorism, anti-Semitism, and anti-Americanism. If Israel and America refuse to recognize that simple truth, they will continue to pay the price in blood and treasure. Uh, so again, this is Ben Shapiro writing for uh, Creators.com back in 2007. Uh, has he been canceled for this? No, of course not, because he's protected. <clears throat> listen, what he, listen what he tells about what, the, the very reason why Ben Shapiro even went into politics. Very quickly, I, I, I saw you know, kind of how left, I, I never really thought of myself as, as super political. I mean, I knew I was political. And I was interested in politics. I liked history. I liked talking about political issues and current events. Um, but it was really on campus that I was kind of faced with an alternative point of view that I, that I really wanted to speak about. And so the, one of the first things that happened is I walked on campus, I picked up the UCLA student newspaper, the Daily Bruin, and there was an editor, there was an editorial comparing the then prime minister of Israel, Ariel Sharon, this is, this is 2001, uh, to Adolf Eichmann, as in like the facilitator of the Holocaust. And, uh, and so I walked into the Daily Bruin offices and I said, can I write a counter to this? I would have been 16 at the time. Uh, I said, can I write a counter to this? And they're like, 
yeah, sure, write a counter. So I wrote a counter. And then a couple of weeks later, they came to me and they said, we have a, a perspective column from somebody and you're the only person who's on the right that we've ever heard of. And so can you write the countervailing point of view? So that turned into every couple of weeks, we would do like a point counterpoint column <clears throat> in the Daily Bruin. <laughs> there you go, right. Uh, so of course, without recognizing uh, the displacement of Palestinians, how they took the land, and uh, don't uh, talk to me that uh, uh, scripture says it's theirs and therefore it is theirs and all that bullshit, right? Uh, no, this is the brutal land seizure and segregation and all these kinds of things, right? Uh, massive racism against like the beta Israelis, right? The, uh, the, the Ethiopian Jews, you know, the black Jews and these kinds of things, right? Of course, you won't recognize they You won't look towards Israel and say, well, wait a minute. And I'm bringing this up. Well, this is that's unfair because he's about America. No, he's, he just says that his his main issues is like is is Israel. That's one of the main reasons. We'll get to that clip in a moment of why he describes that. That's like he can do he can do the best the most positive impact for Israel by being in America and having large audiences with a lot of people that support him. Uh, in money, he can he can skew views to a pro-Israeli viewpoint. We'll, we'll listen to it in a little bit, right? And it's like, oh well, it's self-defense. <clears throat> uh, no, it's not. Not if you go in and take someone's land. <laughs> you know, and again, you could oh well, that was uh, Rothschild, and it was the uh, Balfour Declaration. I, I I see people trying to blame like uh, uh, you know the British for this. You know these kinds of cocky things, and it's like, well, look, it, it's not. The British was completely controlled. Uh, by the uh, by, the people who uh, were interested uh, in taking Israel uh, for their their own and claiming that for their own as a, as a kind of a prophecy, uh, starting on a prophecy. Here uh, is Ben Shapiro talking with Netanyahu about his father uh, antagonizing for Zionism. But you're in the wrong place. And he said, "Why?" He said, "Because you should be in America." He said, "Why America?" He said, "Because America will be the rising power in the world. There may be a world conflict." America will emerge as the great power, and America can make Britain do what Britain doesn't want to do, that is, recognize the Jewish state. Well, they went to America, Jabotinsky died, and my father continued alone during the interwar, uh, during the war years, agitating for Zionism. He was all of 32, and he began, that's in 1942. He decided to do something that no Jewish leader did before. He went to the Republicans. And he's talking with Ben Shapiro here. He went to Senator Taft, who was a very great senator, because Roosevelt would not hear of a Jewish state. He was absolutely opposed to it. He didn't want to antagonize the British. He thought that the British wanted to cater to the Arabs. He, was, he simply would not do it. He was a great leader. But it was for, for the Jewish people, <laughs> that wasn't good. So not being able to persuade the Democrats, he went to the Republicans. And he said to Senator Taft, uh, to, uh, to advocate, to put in the Republican National Convention on the platform, support for unrestricted Jewish immigration and a Jewish state. Well, Roosevelt didn't like it, but three months later, he had no choice. The Democratic uh, National Convention adopted a similar platform. There you go. So in many ways, my father was so the pro No matter who was in power, Israel and the Zionists win. Senator of the bipartisan American support for Israel. Uh, uh, but uh, of course, he did. You get the point. And Ben, of course, oh, this is what wonderful. So good. So great. You know, I mean, no, no, it's uh, it's Scott Adams. That's the, that's the big problem. He mentioning that white people shouldn't be beaten up and violently targeted for being white around black. So they probably should seek safety in some kind of way. That is a bigger problem. How often do you see Ben uh, 
addressing the issue of what's happening in Israel and what they're doing to the Palestinian population and shit like that. What I'm saying is he has no moral grounding here. He's completely immoral in his position, but he tries to see, see this as a moral issue. As he says before, he sees himself, together with the, the Jewish people, as a light and moral guiding light unto the nations. Palestinian town should be wiped out. Israeli minister. Right, there's protests right now in Israel. And I get, this is like left-wing factions, and it's kind of like, haha, <laughs> in a way, like they have their own issues. I have some footage, actually, of, of what's going on. They're walking around with their LGBTQ flags and whatnot. So the Likud faction with Netanyahu, hardcore right-wing, you know, kind of thing. And again, it's like Ben Shapiro would would criticize the, any of those types of policies if they were happening in America. But when they're happening in Israel, it's not a problem. And he doesn't even address it or talk about it. And that's why you go back to publications like this. Creators talking about the radical evil of the Palestinian Arab population. The radical evil of the Jewish-Israeli population. <clears throat> what, what do you think Ben would, would say about that, right? The village of Huwara was ransacked by Jewish settlers on Sunday evening. There you go. Well, bring that up. Is that, a, is that morally reprehensible? People dying as opposed to Scott Adams? Is Scott Adams killing by, by saying... The following, is he, is he hurting anybody, like physically? The best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the fuck away. <laughs> is that really so bad? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he just said, they hate you. And, and, and like, many of them uh, don't think it's okay for you to be what you are, to be white, right? Uh, lost three limbs from IDF bombing. Denied permit by Israel to leave to go to Turkey for treatment. Uh, yeah, Israel is utterly vile, more so than some words. It's just, just a little example there, right? But anyway, so he went to... Um, uh, it's a while ago. We covered this back in July last year. But as a little reminder here, it's an interesting clip here. Uh, the only place where Israel is an apartheid state is on the Temple Mount. That's right. Ben Shapiro said, when I joined him on his tour of the holy site... That's right, it's only there because Jews can't get in. So the Gaza Strip, it's not a big problem. Uh, any of the areas that they've taken over. We can look at the, ma we can look at the map later of how much land uh, Palestinian Arabs have, have surrendered or, or taken from them violently by force. <clears throat> um, here he is with uh, DeSantis, right, Ben Shapiro. Great to be at an amazing discussion. Uh, between Ron DeSantis and Ben Shapiro on the governor's new book, The Courage to Be Free, hosted by the RJC, the Republican Jewish Coalition. The governor shared his personal story and, yes, clearly reiterated his support for the Jewish community and Israel. See what the agenda is? See what the, what the issue here, what the point is? Incredible crowd at CPAC Israel for Ben Shapiro and Matt Schlapp. <clears throat> big, uh, big crowd here. We're going to look at one uh, uh, clip here from this. It was a tweet that I played last time I covered this, and that was taken down, so I couldn't find it. But I was just, by pure chance, I was like, damn it. I started searching for it. The video, his his live speech there, or like him being interviewed, is on his you know YouTube channel. Uh, but I almost went straight to the, uh, it's like I remembered something, straight to the point of where the clip actually was. But listen to, listen to this question here. So here is, right, in Tel Aviv, Israel, Ben Shapiro, and being asked by this guy here, the interviewer and moderator, 
if you love Israel so much, why don't you why don't you move to Israel, right? If 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 most of the issues about it, you, the reason why you're in politics is is over Israeli issues and how an Israeli politician was attacked, and all these kinds of things. So listen listen to this here. They found the Holocaust or the Inquisition, etc. And I want to ask you bluntly: Do you ever wonder if one day you'll have to flee the United States? I mean, I think that every Jew throughout... Can you hear that? Okay, let me turn that up a little bit, just in case. Man, that's a really low source. Let's try that again. ...history, who has a brain and knows history, has always wondered if a country that is not a Jewish state is going to eternally provide them security guarantees and full citizenship, of course. I mean, that, that's... Uh, I think to, to think that that's why the existence of the state of Israel is the single greatest guarantor of my loyalty to the United States, frankly. Right, because Israel exists, that means the United States is going to be a more welcoming place for me because Israel is there as a backstop in case anything should go wrong. <clears throat> well, guess, guess what, Ben Shapiro? We don't have any backup countries. White Americans, European Americans, don't have a backup country to go to. Uh, they won't be led into European countries. They don't want them. They want to have uh, Arabs, Middle Easterners, and North Africans, and Africa, Sub-Saharan Africans for that matter, too. We don't have it. See, see how the, the, the framing here is? In case anything goes wrong, I can go to Israel. And the fact that I'm in America, then try to continuously lobbying for these issues to have America being pro-Jewish and pro-Israeli, that's like the foundational reason for why he does what he does, right? But I feel you try to dodge the question. <laughs> so I'll ask it uh, bluntly. <laughs> Why won't you make Aliyah to the state of Israel? Yeah, go. <laughs> go, Ben. You can listen to the answer here, if you didn't hear this before. Because... You can take the night to think about it, uh, by the way. <laughs> Because the fundamental principles of the United States are good, eternally good, and worth upholding. And my fight to do that as a Jew is deeply important, not just to people who are not Jewish, but particularly to Jews. So in other words, my Jewish mission does not conflict with my presence in the United States or my citizenship in the United States or my loyalty to the United States. Shouldn't Jews live in the state of Israel? Shouldn't all Jews live in the state of Israel? All Jews, the Jews. Jews should live where they can do the most, where they can be a light to the nations. And for me... <laughs> there, there, and there it is, right? Let's, uh, let's cite some scripture. Well, we're you know we you see, you see we're a light unto the nations. So no matter where we put our foot, we'll always do it. Will always in whatever aspect, whatever country we work, it will always be good, right? That's why historically uh, there were so many problems, right? Because we just we did so much good in so many of these countries uh, that uh, we got universally uh, you know hated by by people for some some strange weird mental. Uh, parasitical force in the mind of white people of Europeans uh, just uh, reared its ugly head on uh, on a cyclical uh, occurrence and uh, we didn't do nothing uh, that's right so a moral guiding light unto the nations and 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 check out the rest here he is a person with millions and millions of followers in the United States promoting what I think are values that are eternally good living in living in the United States is a point of, of I think morality for me okay Living in the United States is a point of morality. So with my millions and millions of followers and influence, I can have and run dictate policies uh, that, of course, at the end of the day is pro-Israeli, right? So the racial stock that created, set up, settled, pioneered the, uh, the, the uh, United States, 
Let's not talk about how they can restore the balance to their country. Let's not talk about the people who upset those demographics in the country, right? Let, let's let's not talk about the Heart Seller Act. Instead, let's talk about MLK values and us and everybody coming together and how it's ter- terrible that Scott Adams is proposing that white people make sure that they are staying safe and not being attacked and hated for being whites. Isn't that fascinating? It's an, it's an incredible uh, uh, reply there, to be honest, right? <clears throat> so, yes, they had a little... Oh, and actually, one good thing, too, uh, Scott Adams... Um, now, he's Scott Adams has been a little bit back and forth, right? It looked first, he's like, oh, good, he's doubling down, he's not backing off. Then it was like a little backing off portion or whatever. Uh, one of the latest clips, and I don't follow him, you know, on, obviously on a daily basis. Uh, but he he uh, he talked about uh, green black. That's the other thing, by the way. Does Ben Shapiro ever go after the ADL? Does, that, does anybody genuinely know in, in chat? If it, does he cover that regularly or or at least occasionally? I mean, and if he does, it would be all oh, they're a far left group and stuff like that. But I would assume he just avoids the issue and don't even address it, right? I, I would assume he's on good terms. He's pr- probably personal friends with Greenblatt or something like that. I've never heard him talk about it or address it. But anyway, Scott Adams uh, addressed this because, of course, the usual suspects always come out of the woodworks and like, let's get him canceled everywhere. Let's remove his. Let's make sure that his financial situation gets worse. Make sure that he's living in a gutter, uh, starving at the end of this. So uh, Scott Adams talked about this. Jonathan Greenblatt, I believe. Could you give me a fact check on this? Doesn't he get paid to complain about stuff like this? Yes. If you get paid to look for injustice, how much are you going to find? It's like somebody who's a ghost hunter. All right, I'm going to pay you to find ghosts. How many did you find? Well, are you paying me by the ghost? Yes, I am. I found quite a few. Found quite a few ghosts. So uh, Jonathan Greenblatt, who gets paid to find ghosts, he found some ghosts. Good job. And he would like to have me apologize for what I don't know. And then he would have me re-educated. Yes. Do you believe that I need to be re-educated? And what exactly would they tell me? Would the re-education say you should move closer to people who don't like you? (laughs) That's right. Is that what the education would be? It's a good strategy in life if you know there's a demographic group that has been uh, poisoned by the media to be primed not to like you. Yes. Should you move close to them? Well, I think, I think the re-education would say that I should. So I'd like to, I'd like to know more about the re-education, if somebody can find that out. Would it be teaching me that you should spend more time with the people who have been primed to dislike you and think <clears> you're the <throat> problem? You have no right huh. to stand up for yourself as a white person. You have no right to defend yourself, and you should you should just take it. You should be, you should allow them to hate you and to accost you. And the the more you feel like you should probably do something about this or defend yourself or something like that, uh, the more those instinctual feelings need to be removed from your inner core. This is why they start. This is why the brain scanning thing is is becoming a thing. And I mentioned this kind of kind of as a joke in a way, right? But not really, like, you know, many years ago. Like, the, the point here is they want to get into your head eventually and, and read your brain waves and learn your brain pather, patterns 
to figure out what you're really thinking so that they can alter that and change that. And, and as I said, re, re-educate you, <laughs> re-indoctrinate, not re-indoctrinate, indoctrinate you and change that, right? Or per- permanently disabling you in some kind of way. Dog Whistler over on Entropy says, um, plus he makes uh, more money in the U.S. Yeah, exactly. That's the other thing too, right? He can he can milk the goyim and he can play the uh, Judeo-Christian card. Uh, you know, he's he's the uh, you know the, the the good upstanding Jew who's going to uh, you know keep uh, keep them you know keep the conservative white Christians in America feel kind of tied to the you know the prophecy around or surrounding Israel and, the, and all those kinds of things, right? Uh, and uh, yes, he can he can milk the white European American population uh, for money. And uh, holy shit, do they make money? As it uh, was revealed here a while ago, right? Is it eight million a month, month or something like that? That's not a, that's not an outlet. That's that's not a threat. Even even what Matt Walsh and these people say, and it's like okay, it's great that they're going after like the the transsexual agenda and all that kind of stuff. But at the but at the at the end of the day, they're not a threat. They're allowed to do what they do. If they were a threat, their payment processors would have been shut down. Right again, Greenblatt ADL would have used his forces to go after these outlets, but the, but they're not. So it doesn't matter that Michael Knowles says that transsexual uh, or transgenderism should uh, be banned, you know, things like that. It doesn't it doesn't matter because that's not that's not what the problem is. The problem is if you have white people beginning to organize. And I showed this I showed this tweet the other day too, uh, but it's the same. It's over in the UK, and he just happens to be Jewish as well. Uh, but uh, Kissin, right? Konstantin Kissin. Let me read this again because I think this is an important one. Right? I fear that the biggest problem with wokeness isn't the undeniable stupidity of wokeness. It's the inevitable backlash. If you step back from red versus blue dogfight for, every, uh, for even a second, you can see it happening. Well, first of all, the backlash, we know what that means too. He's, he's, he's talking about an opposition waking up. Well, who's who's the enemy in this worldview? Well, it's white people. <laughs> so the backlash would naturally come from white people. So that's what he is afraid of. The inevitable backlash is is what the issue is. And this is actually not a red versus blue. This is not a you know a, a team issue. If it were team blue or whoever side you want to attribute here, would get as much coverage as as. Coca-Cola does in relation to Pepsi or whatever, right? Or or that Burger King gets in relation to McDonald's or whatever. If this was a, you know, Hegelian thing or whatever, a dialectic thing, thesis, antithesis, you know, what was the, um, uh, what's the end result of summation? Oh, what is it? Anyway, um, one side is continuously denied. One side is not even a team. There isn't even a team blue. If our enemies are team red, we, we're not allowed to have a team blue. We're not allowed to have the infrastructure to form team blue. And in fact, when we form team blue, there's a whole slew of the supposed conservatives. They're supposed to be there to be our guys and be on our side telling us, no, you can't do that because that's morally evil. While ignoring all the shit that's happening in both us in Kissin's case and Ben Shapiro's case in in Israel, their their homeland. They might be living in America or the UK or something like that. But you know that the, Kissin probably has a has a link back there too. Lycan Warrior says, uh, not sure a little 
Benny is so popular amongst conservatives and Christians, especially considering his admiration for the Talmud. Uh, I'm not sure why exactly, why Benny. Yes, uh, I agree, uh, but he is. He's tremendously uh, popular. Uh, and it's not the, the issue here uh, of like, uh, you're just yell jealous. Or <laughs> it's like, uh, no, I, I don't want to be like Benny. No, not even close. I don't, nothing to do with anybody like Ben Shapiro, and he, I hate, uh, despises his attitudes and what he stands for and a lot of those things, right? I mean, good for him for being successful, but I'm saying he's be, he's because he's a he's a part he's a part of the system and he's being allowed to be, uh, you know, a an, an option, a counterweight, uh, which takes you nowhere. A, little, a conservative playpen, uh, that's what it is. So yeah, they uh, anyway in Israel, they had their little tiffy taff today on March one, twenty twenty three. Supporters of the Israeli liberation opposition gathered in Tel Aviv to protest against the judicial reform. Um, sorry, yeah, the judicial reform backed and proposed by the new uh, Israeli government, led by a coalition composed of Prime Minister Netanyahu's conservatives from Likud, Zionist religious parties, and the infamous Khanist Otman Yehudit party. The liberal opposition accuses Netanyahu and his allies of trying to overthrow Israel's judicial independence and trying to undermine not only Israeli democracy, but also the Israeli secular state with such reforms, as well taking off the English is broken here, as well as taking off the powers from Israeli Supreme Court. Waving the LGBT flags and Israelis' uh, national flags at demonstrators made a sit-in protest in central Tel Aviv exactly at the busiest period of the day for the city, prompting transit problems for common citizens trying to get to work. That's right. That's why uh, Netanyahu issued a statement and said, uh, you, can't, uh, you, know, you can't block traffic and those kinds of things. So it looks like the, I guess, similar left-wing protest that you see in many Western countries. You have the same problem in, the, uh, in Israel as well. Israeli riot police was sent to crack down and remove the protesters from the streets. They blocked and, as expected, clashes between police and the demonstrators erupted with police using water cannons, tear gas, and stun grenades to disperse the crowds. Here is... Did I import this footage? Yeah, okay. Uh, here's a little bit here from Israel. <laughs> We got some other clips here too. Let's uh, keep uh, looking. 
All right, anyway, that's some of that. So, yeah, trouble in paradise. So the same kind of left-wing forces, really, at uh, play in many Western uh, countries. It seems to be having uh, kind of similar uh, items happening in Israel as well. How about that? Fascinating. A few more clips here. Let's check it out. Now, the question is, <clears throat> you know, the same. I mean, this is not like Charlottesville or whatever, right? It's not in that framing, but it's like... It's going to be very interesting to see how the mainstream Western media kind of focus on... I mean, I'm talking like, you know, what is the New York Times and the Atlantic and stuff like that, too? Which, of course, many of them have Jewish writers and editors. Will they? How will they approach this? It's like, oh, my God, the state is cracking down on its people. Or will it be like, yeah, that's pro you know, they recognize objectively. There's protests and these are the issue. This is the issue. This is the, this is the disagreement and stuff. But no, like, moral value judgment on this. We'll see what happens. It's it's uh, quite uh, fascinating when these things uh, happen and break out. But, yes, uh, a lot of the issues, of course, that uh, uh, we struggle with in the West. Is, or you could say Sahara, uh, like this. The, the propaganda, uh, in some cases, that Western populations are subjected to, whether it's, for example, to... Uh, uh, let's say to mix out or something like that, right? like Hollywood propaganda, cultural propaganda, uh, is also uh, inflicting uh, on on Israelis and Jews uh, who are living around the West as well. So they're not immune to this and some of their own pop propaganda. So that's actually quite interesting. Uh, all right, a couple of super chats here. Uh, Interpreting.live slash Red Ice TV. It's like super chats there. Uh, also on Odyssey and Rumble. Um, where's the loop button here? We're going to look at that horse horse footage here <clears throat> while we uh, read these. All right. Uh, Black Phillips says, uh, Hail Henrik, as you know, Kabad Lubavitch is essentially a chosen supremacist cult. Jared Kushner is part of it. These people are demons and should never be trusted. None of them are on our side. Also, Gentiles are ignorant of, of the crazy nepotism with Jays. <clears throat> yeah, Kabad Lubavitch is a very interesting uh, group and... A lot of the, what I'm saying is a lot of the liberal stuff that you see, like in the West, and and kind of, I guess, they does it, they represent the the you know LGBT flag you know waving crowd here essentially, right? Sometimes they're kind of allowed to roam a little bit and whatnot like that, but like when it really comes down to it, it it's the religious uh, underpinnings of like something like Chabad that's like really. That's I think where the weight of the the not the propaganda but the weight of the effort lies you know what i mean all this can kind of be allowed to like happen but at the at the end of the day uh, it's the the religious prophecies that's the most important right using groups like chabad or whether it's the hasidic community and things like that and the, and it doesn't get us as, as much uh coverage right as something like this you know what i mean like they want to build a third temple 
Uh, they want to begin with animal sacrifices again on the Temple Mount and these kinds of things. At some point, they want to probably destroy uh, the Al-Aqsa Mosque, for example, right? And that's, that's I think, where the, like the, the primary kind of objective of Israel really is, uh, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, Chabad Lubavitch have uh, immense amount of power, right? And most nations behind that, even, uh, uh, was it Putin that fired a Chabad Lubavitch critic here the other day? We covered it in one of the Western Warrior shows uh, over at RedEyesMembers.com. Check that out. Uh, the Second Wanderer, good to see you. Hope you're doing well. It says, um, it took Scott a lot of courage to say what he said. You don't uh, hear that kind of truth from many, let alone someone who works in the entertainment, even if it's just newspaper comics. I'm hoping that this will start a chain reaction. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it does take a lot of courage. I was surprised at how how blunt about it he was. He, maybe he's just... It, it sounded like, to me, uh, second one, it sounded like... He's see, he's seen these videos like of the of the obvious like you know anti-white attacks. He's he's aware of anti-white the anti-white hatred that the how this has been like the volume on this has been turned up the heat on this has been turned up. It sounded like he's seen a lot of the videos of like violence against whites and you know white girls and these kinds of things. But he's bit his tongue for a long time, and it was not until the the poll came out right the Rasmussen poll. That he just like, all right, I like that's it. I've had it. Like these, in addition, they just blatantly in your face tell you know a large percentile of them tell us it's like it's not okay to be white, which means, as he correctly assessed, that means they they hate what you are. They they don't think it's okay for you to be what what, what you are, <laughs> right? And that that's a hate group. I think he's he's correct. And of course, and there's and there's no re- until until there's like an internal collective internal effort of this group. And not that I think would that that would solve anything, but I'm just saying on like assuming you're still a pro multiculturalist and the, genuinely and these kinds of things, right? You will you want a melting pot and all these kinds of things until that's addressed internally among the group that is the haters. Why should the other group even even like make an attempt to try to? I, I think it's just. I mean, I, we, I think we said it at the time. It's because Scott Adams. I think on some level he wants his MLK conservatism vision. He wants his like multi uh, uh, ethnic multicultural utopia to a certain extent. Right? This is America. Now the, the, these things doesn't matter. It, it's race blind. We don't see that kind of stuff. And that's where that's what he wanted, right? But the leftists couldn't couldn't just leave that alone because their hatred is too powerful. The anti-whites hate us too much. So they had to, they had to continue to to ride at the issue uh, and go after us. As I said before, that they said they the thinking is on some level by those who organize this kind of stuff. We have them on the run. Let's let's go for the kill. <laughs> you know what I mean? And ironically, that's what that's what waking a lot of people up. And so Scott is is helping out in that effort. Maybe he got tired of uh, like being criticized and not speaking his mind after all the vax stuff and the uh, making fun of him, Claude Adams and all this. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's part of it. But I'm glad he's standing. As long as he doesn't cut, just don't cuck. Just have nothing to apologize for. Look at the group who's 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 saying it's not okay to be white. Like that's your that's your issue, not me saying you should get away from that group until they have solved this issue. Though you know what I mean. All right. Uh, Dog Whistler says, Orwell 1984 always had Oceania fighting a war with Eurasia to distract the population, while the power behind both Eurasia and Oceania could control the population. That is the red-blue fight in the USA. No, I, I absolutely I agree with that. I just think we are not um, 
uh, opposition to like you know anti-white leftism to keep it simple is is not is not Oceania or Eurasia you know what I mean like it's not organized on that level that that conflict does go on but I think if anything Oceania Eurasia to make that um, uh, analogy is like you know yeah Democrats versus Republicans like GOP MAGA uh, the MAGA crowd uh, versus far left cultural Marxist anti-whites, you know, kind of thing. So yeah, absolutely, that is going on. That's a that's a huge circus. And as long as you're in, you know, getting involved in that, there you're fine, right? And that's why Ben Shapiro is allowed to be there. That's why uh, you know Crowder is allowed to be there. The, the, that's why these outlets uh, are not censored. Tucker is still on Fox. You know what I mean? Like these kinds of things. Uh, if there was a real threat there of you breaking outside of that red versus blue fight, uh, you would probably have been shut down. Anyway, uh, Dog Whistler finishes off here, says, uh, I'm happy for Shapiro to make millions in the media. Um, uh, media, as long as his uh, pay- payment, pro- as long as his payment processors also will let you and Lana make millions too. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, this is not, uh, he should be shut down and, and banned. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying, <clears throat> why, you guys get this now, but like, why, why is, why is that never an issue that happens to these outlets, right? Um, Alex Jones have found workaround, but I mean, he was certainly, uh, they have certainly <laughs> tried to shut him down, right? He's still part, he's not part of the club. Uh, I think he's just genuinely many times backing the, uh, the, the, the wrong, uh, <laughs> the wrong side, you know what I mean? Despite him, uh, knowing quite a bit of what's going on. Uh, it's quite unfortunate, but anyway, thank you, dog whistler. Appreciate that. Uh, all right. So speaking to Scott Adams, he uh, so he did have a conversation with Hotep, and I saw that uh, racial consciousness on Twitter uh, linked up this. Uh, this is Hotep Jesus. We had I had him on the show. I talked with him. Uh, man, it's gonna be five years ago, maybe something like that. I forget. Uh, but he said uh, he said the following. Uh, this is kind of interesting. You look at real European history. You had the Magyars would believe that if they took a bath, it was bad. They didn't even want to change their clothes. They thought that dirty was purity. When we talk about the Moors going into Spain and into Europe, the stories in the history, our history, says that when we met the so-called Caucasian, he was sleeping in the barn with the animals. And we told him, no, you can't sleep in the barn with animals. We taught them etiquette. We taught them running water. We brought that technology to Europe. Now, if we brought the technology to Europe that saved Europe from the Black Plague, you mean to tell me that if we saved the white race that we weren't already in America already when we brought the technology? <laughs> Hotep is funny. I, li- I like Hotep. <clears throat> Obviously, I, I disagree here, but I like Hotep. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, so, uh, well, the running what? Uh, what about the aqueducts in, in, in Rome, you know, kind of thing? <laughs> and, I mean, if you look at, like, Scandinavian countries, not, like, semi-desertified, uh, you know, southern Spain, whatever, where the Moors came in, running water was everywhere, you know? <laughs> the aqueducts, the Romans built. It is funny. And someone, so someone linked up this uh, clip. Yeah, so I'm not sure. Is this a, is this a Dilbert moment? Is that what that is? <clears throat> Maybe. Um Someone linked up this clip uh, regarding uh, we, you know, we brought them civilization. (laughs) 
yeah, looks looks like uh, civilization is going great uh, there for some reason. <clears throat> All right, here is a uh, here definitely uh, is a Scott Adams moment. Is to get the hell away from black people. For weeks, the British public have been captivated by the case of Constance Martin, a missing aristocratic woman who grew up in a county uh, country place and whose family has close links to the royal family. Martin disappeared with her boyfriend, Mark Gordon, after giving birth in early January. He is a registered sex offender with a conviction for a violent rape in Broward County, Florida. A UK cross-country manhunt for the missing couple and their newborn ended in a tragedy today. I'm not sure actually what did happen, but there she is. And there is Mark Gordon. Just get the fuck away. <clears throat> so there you go. That is something for you. We have <clears throat> this one to update. Zach Stacy. Um, so we're over here. There we go. Uh, Zach Stacy has been sentenced to six months in jail and one year of probation by a judge in Orange County, Florida. He pleaded guilty to misdemeanor domestic violence battery and two counts of misdemeanor criminal mischief. Now this goes back to, as you can see, the original post here. 2021 so it takes a while for the uh, hand of the uh, law to get around to some of these cases home video captures former nfl running back zach stacy savagely beating the mother of his child and throwing her around like a rag doll in florida the child was just feet uh just feet away feet foot away I did. things are way different now The best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Get the fuck away. Listen, it you think that was okay? You think that was okay? No, it's just fucking shit. Now I do not. Please, please, please. You thought that was okay? And they is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the fuck away. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh about this, but he says, will, will, will these kinds of things be taken into account when it comes to Scott Adams and his comments? I mean, and this is just like, oh no, this had nothing to do with race. You know, it's, it's like the, 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 the comeback line here, right? Well, what if it did? <laughs> Will you investigate? Will you look into that? <laughs> no, of course not. <clears throat> Man shot in the head in downtown St. Louis. Same thing here, right? Bru just brutally executed in the morning hours. Just sit, just the black guy. I saw the video. Um, it was up on Twitter. Someone you know, obviously was taken down or whatever. Uh, he's just standing there, black guy, like loading up the gun slowly while some... I'm not sure if he was drunk or homeless, maybe, or so, you know, kind of out of it or something. The white guy just sitting down there, and this guy just calmly, like, loading in the gun and just, like, pulling the trigger, you know, killing, executing him on the spot. But it's not black man shoots, you know, white man in the head, uh, murdering him. <clears throat> but if the racial roles were reversed, though, there would have been a riot right now out in the streets, right? <laughs> it would have been, there's been a national coverage here. Let me take a couple of, uh, uh, some of these on Odyssey here before I forget. Uh, Ryan Triple G says, uh, I don't give a goddamn 
or goddamn about anti-Semitism asphyxiation. Is that what it says? Of the USA, Ben Shapiro. Um, Ryan, GGG. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Is that him saying that? Or is that you saying that? It's you, I think, right? Thank you, uh, Ryan. Appreciate that. Western Collapse says, uh, The white man's burden... We built everything in Africa, and thanks to women's rights and men becoming weak and jays, it's all been destroyed, and now they're destroying our lands, too. Yeah, what was the... Uh, did I save down the, the graphic? Ah, dang it, I didn't. Okay, I saw a good meme there. I was like, you know, I, I made this. You made this? What is it? You know, it says Western Civilization on it. And then after a while, the, the black guy receiving it says, I built this, right? And then he catches on fire, and then he says, <laughs> why did you do this to me, uh, white man? That was a funny one. Anyway, um, let me see. We did Western Collapse, Ryan. Uh, Y'all seen the recent news from South Africa coming to a town near you? I'm not sure what, which is specifically that is Western Collapse. Uh, one more here from Western Collapse says, you may not see race, but it sees you. That's right. Uh, oh, I'm I'm race race blind. Well, that's that doesn't... Uh, that doesn't you know that doesn't. <laughs> if 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 it wants to see you, then then that's it. Yeah, and it's like what was it? This one too. One of the, the Drake memes, right? This one. It's like if you if you if you talk want to talk and have a discussion about well, how do we solve these issues? Then if it's if it's such horrible conditions, if if whites are so bad and they're so racist and all that kind of stuff, right? Let, let us let us do our own thing. Let us have a white school, for example, or white schools. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't. Absolutely not. But black and white violence? Ah, that's not a problem. That's totally fine. Totally fine. Yeah, here, someone made a fun clip. I played it in the Western Warrior Show, but someone made a fun uh, clip of the... Uh, that video of those recircling, what are white people superior? We played it back, uh, forget, it's like... It's probably at least a year ago, uh, and someone kind of made a funny uh, video out of that, a little meme video. Check this out here. White people superior at conquering. They're real good at violence. that was funny i like that one good job whoever made this uh what do we have else here oh tim pool's new uh, single is out here's uh, fork fest the SWAT team came for the 871st time now i'm on my way to prison with james All right, beautiful stuff. Thank you, Tim Pool. Appreciate that. And 
good singles coming out one after the other, just huge hits, right? I almost want to play, where did he go here? Roger Waters, Roger Waters. Um, it's kind of, he's been a big Israel critic, right? Roger Waters from, um, oh my God, is it Pink, it's Pink Floyd, right? Jeez. Yeah, it's got to be Pink Floyd, isn't it? <laughs> Chad, is it Roger Waters? It's Pink Floyd, isn't it? <clears throat> German city cancels Roger Waters' concert, calling him, quote, one of the biggest anti-Semites, unquote. The municipality's city council received permission from a judge to cancel Waters' appearance. Uh, yeah, Pink Floyd, that's what the municipal, uh, municipality of Frankfurt announced on Friday that it's canceling the upcoming show of former Pink Floyd singer Roger Waters, citing his alleged status as, quote, one of the world's most well-known anti-Semites as the reason. So Germany, once again, <clears throat> just uh, 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 reacting not to hatred against Germans or Germany, but against whether it's Jewish or Israeli issues, right? Which is which is just crazy. Now, Roger Waters, of course, remained kind of staunchly on the left. He's always been there. He's always been, you know, therefore he's anti-war he's anti-nato and stuff again here's a here's a guy that's being canceled because he's saying something which is a problem to the system right and roger waters made uh, made this video recently uh, earlier in february uh, regarding the situation in ukraine uh, uh, maybe he's like super pro russia or something like that but the point is at least he's criticizing the faction that's antagonizing the situation in the u.s right listen to uh, this here Who? And Anthony Blinken and Victoria Newland and Jake Sullivan and the rest of the warmongering neocons at the heart of government here in Washington. What an anti-Semite. Along with the vassal states in NATO are the principal provocateurs that I mentioned. I'm not apologizing for Mr. Putin, you understand, but just a glance fleetingly back at the history of the last 30 years or so, you could have done better. You could How dare you? Could have followed President Gorbachev's lead in 1989. You could have kept Secretary of State Baker's promise not to advance NATO one yard closer to the Russian border than the eastern extremities of a reunited Germany. You could have responded to President Putin's overtures in his famous 10th of February 2007 speech at the security conference in Munich and shepherded us all towards a much, much safer Europe. Mm -hmm. Or in 2008, you could have chosen not to expand NATO eastwards. Or, in 2014, you could have refrained from engineering the illegal maiden coup d'etat in Ukraine. See, you're not supposed to talk or, about this kind of shit, right? George Soros, he's criticizing Blinken and Newland and all these things. Well, he said, what a, what an, a bigot and what an anti-Semite. Let's do it again, Greta. How dare you? 19, you could have supported the Minsk Accords. Now, we're told by Angela Merkel, they were just a ruse to buy time to arm Ukraine for the war that you 
were engineering. Yeah, I, I think he's right. Basic, uh, you know, like this is like left left wing used to be anti-war. All that shit's just gone out the window. Uh, it's incredible how that's shifted, right? Um, so this is the, you know, these are the th- things that Germany's entailing, right, or involved in. While this is happening, Germany's army cannot defend the country. Defense Minister Boris Pistorius has claimed the government neglected the armed forces for decades. Well, I mean... For decades, they weren't allowed to have one. I also think this is damage control. They're, they're coming out with this now so that they can arm up Germany so that they can be the primary meat force in the uh, potentially coming war against Russia and China and the BRICS countries or, sh- or some shit like that, right? Uh, it, it's insane. We covered, um, forget if, if that was Western Warrior, but like the, the ammunition issue, right? They're, they're out of ammo, like all over Europe now. They've given everything to Ukraine. So we're basically like primed uh, for, for invasion. I mean, we already have been invaded, right? By fighting age males from foreign countries, uh, but like an actual, you know, military invasion, which is pretty crazy, to be honest. And before we get to Finland, because this has to do with the NATO war and all that stuff, uh, Greta Thunberg was uh, arrested in Norway earlier today, I think it was. Here's the footage from that. Now, she's this is actually something I can get. She's been, she was good on, um, uh, oh, what's his, what's his name again? <laughs> He's so memorable to me, right? The the, the casting couch uh, bad, bad right-winger. What the hell is his name? Um, it'll, it'll get to me. The Mulatto Pimp. Uh she was pretty good on him. A- Adam? What's his name again? Yeah, I can't believe I'm forgetting it. Uh, and now she's pretty good on this. She's protesting building of wind farms in Norway, which is like, that's actually something I can get behind. Check this out. Andrew Tate. That's right. Thank you, Chad. <laughs> Tate, I can't remember. <laughs> that's how memorable he is, I guess. It's like Norway. It's to female cops, and then it's a it's an African cop at the front. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Norway. I'm not sure what they say. T S V. What do they say? Oh, she's just oh, she's just hauled off. Okay, okay. So it's more show. All right, she's doing this, but yeah, this is fascinating though. And look, she has some. You know, oh, is that okay? New now the. All right, the coin just dropped. It's probably not that she's against uh, wind farms. It can't be right. I mean, they are horrible for the environment. Like visually, they destroy the environment. Uh, but then it's also the remember the issue about the how. They can't be recycled, so there's like tons of uh, landfills with wind farms. Um, well, wind farms, wind, wind mills, I guess, technically, right? Uh, yeah, wind farms are sending giant turbine blades to landfills. Fa- landfills. Uh, Bloomberg, yeah, here's one. Off topic here a little bit, I guess. So thousands of wind turbine blades wind up in landfills. And there was some good overview picture. I remember that we showed it once. Anyway, uh, point is, they're whole, they are genuinely horrible for the environment. However, 
This is the giveaway right here. This is the uh, an Inuit flag. I assume then that Norway is planning to build this on some kind of Inuit land. Is that, is that what the reason is here? Oh my god. Earlier today, Greta Thunberg was briefly detained by police in Oslo as uh, another in another stunt where she blocked the entrance of the energy and finance minister. She's protesting against the building of wind farms in Norway. Uh, I didn't actually pay attention to the flag f when I saw this the first time. So there you go. So that's what it is all about. Dog Whistler says uh, American arms manufacturer and defense contractors cannot sell arms to foreign countries without Congress approval, but all NATO countries automatically can buy as much as they can afford. And then if they want more U.S. government might subsidize it. Uh, and then if they, w if they want more, U.S. government might su might subsidize it. Okay, interesting. But they're given... Okay, now sell, that's a different thing, right? Can they get, can they gift, though, like they're do doing to Ukraine? I, maybe all that's still being run through, like, the official channels and, like, oh, we've, you know, that's why, yeah, I think that's what, what it is, right? They... Oh, Congress has a new approved another you know aid package, and and in that it's not just like billions; it's like actual uh, you know ammunition and, and military gear, weaponry, and these kinds of things. If I, if I have the chronology of that correct, uh, but that's insane. But NATO countries can do it, and again, that's why that's why I think they're very interested in arming Germany to the teeth, right? They want to give they want them to give away all their Leopard uh, tanks and stuff like that. Finland is using like Abrams tanks, I think it was, and stuff like that. Uh, they want every single European country involved in this and building up their defenses so that they can hand off weapons to Ukraine, essentially. But eventually, eventually, I think if the globalist fucks get their way, they will, uh, they will uh, actually uh, have a war uh, between uh, European uh, nations. And uh, China will probably side on the, on the Russian side eventually, right? So anyway, so this is happening in Finland, speaking of NATO here. Uh, Finland begins construction of barrier wall, wall rather, along border with Russia. The barrier is expected to be completed in three to four years. <laughs> Shit, it's a long stretch there, though. Let's see what the uh, is it the president? Yeah, president of Finland. What he said about this. In your public remarks today, you described Russia's invasion of Ukraine as a cruel and unprovoked war. How can totally unprovoked? Concerned are you about a nuclear catastrophe? I'm uh, very. <clears throat> concerned about the fact that if we think what Putin has been doing in poker terms, terms he has put all in and uh, well the one who has put all in might uh, be quite dangerous so this is what I'm uh, thinking uh, I wouldn't like to talk about nuclear warfare but uh, it's not an easy situation. Has the West done <clears throat> enough in this conflict? West uh, will never do enough. We have been supporting Ukraine tremendously. I do not believe that uh, no one actually in, let's say, late February understood how well we understand the problems of Ukraine, how much the Western people feel that they are involved and willing to help. Sir, given uh, Finland's path to joining NATO and your outspoken comments, are you concerned that Putin's Russia will retaliate in some way against Finland? Uh, surely we thought... Well, now they will, won't they? I mean, isn't that the... How can not a sensible person see that? 
they're desperate. This is, as I said, all all in on this. This is an existential battle for Russia. Now let's join NATO and antagonize and bring NATO even closer to Russia, to the border of Russia. That's that's when they would start using their nukes, right? See how this works? No, they're doubling. Our Western leaders are doubling down. The globalist elitists that are pulling the strings here are doubling down and thinking, let's just antagonize them and hope that they don't uh, retaliate. And if they do, well, guess what? We can use that too, right? Anyway, so I think all sensible people are against this expansion and NATO's gay op uh, uh, kind of operations, really, in our countries here. Uh, the Nordic resistance movement was out doing a flash demonstration here, just uh, might have been yesterday or the day before, the night before. Uh, the title here is Same Forces Now as Then, No to NATO Death Towards Globalism. Check out the video here from Nordic Resistance Movement. <laughs> så kräver ju president Erdogan att vi ska göra ändringar i vår yttrandefrihet i vår mötesfrihet man ska inte få bränna en bok till exempel däremot ska vi be Erdogan dra åt helvete och säga att vi aldrig kommer vika oss på våra ideal vi kommer aldrig ta och ge vår yttrandefrihet that's right. Make Constantinople European again. Make till NATO 
All right. Good stuff, boys. Well done. Appreciate you. Uh, some good uh, good activism there from uh, <coughs> the Nordic resistance movement. One of the f- and again, so this is a you know an extreme uh, nationalist group, national socialist group. They're uh, you know uh, uh, not not they're the these are the Nazis, you know kind of thing. Uh, w- one of the few only like voices of of being against the war machine and the antagonization uh, that's happening in NATO and stuff like that, which which is just incredible when you think of it. And it's kind of it's similar to like how it's been in the the U.S. is like this neocon faction almost in Sweden now, neocon-ish faction, which is just like super pro-Ukraine and give them everything. And, you know, we're, we're stopping Nazism by going after Russia, you know, these kinds of weird things, right? All right. Anyway, um, what was it else? I wanted to... Is there one more? Uh, I guess we can... I guess we can wrap up right there, to be honest. Uh, I think that's a good, good place to end it on. Uh, it's good to see them coming out like that. Oh, th- that's the other thing I want to mention real quick, actually. Uh, check out the segment we did here in Western Warrior on what's happening in Sweden there right now because the police is doing a special protection uh, and an enforcement against those that publicly seek permission to burn a Quran, right? So there's been this kind of claim in Sweden that was like, oh, we're, you know, free, very proud of its freedom of expression and speech and all these kinds of things, right? And in Sweden, you can criticize anybody and anything. You can burn the Bible if you want. You can burn the Quran. You can burn uh, the Talmud. You can burn the Norse Eddas, like, what you know, whatever you want to do, right? That's, uh, it's all up for grabs because we're so open and free, right? Uh, but then, of course, because you have enough Muslims rioting and causing havoc when someone like Rasmus Paladin goes and burns a Quran in Sweden. Well, then the, the, at least the Stockholm police have now decided to enforce a ban on that. So they have the, the public is saying, no, 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 it's not a religious scripture ban. It's just that you can't burn a Quran. Anyway, check out the segment. It's, it's, a, it's a very important segment. It dovetails with what uh, the Nordic resistance movement uh, guys were talking about there. Uh, of us bowing down to pressure from Turkey for them for so for us to enter into the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, we need to bow to a what is it that the a country who's bordering the a GNC right? Uh, <laughs> so what and then what the blacks on the other end is, is that correct? Isn't NATO have nothing to do with the North Atlantic anymore? It's like you know, let's let's bring Turkey and let's have them put pressure on Sweden and Finland and all these countries of what they must do. Oh, you shouldn't be allowed to uh, to have freedom of speech anymore and burn a Quran if you're so pleased to do it. It's absolutely absurd and sickening. And it also shows you that it's NATO backed. And NATO actually is like Stoltenberg comes out and says, "Oh, this is great, a gr- fantastic move by Sweden," and he's super concerned about keeping uh, Turkey happy and pleased, right? Uh, NATO yet again proves that it's anti-European, uh, it's anti-white, and it stands up more for Muslim, Quran, you know, uh, Islamic values than it does for for Western. Right. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you uh, joining us here today. I'm gonna have to start wrapping up right there. We have a couple of more here on Odyssey. Let me take those, and then we'll uh, close out here. Uh, Scipio says uh, they hate us, yet they are desperate to live with us. That's right. <laughs> Uh, Western Collapse says, uh, "What is best in best in live crush your uh, crushed in? But what is best in life? I think it is right. The uh, Conan line: Crush your enemies, see them driven before you, hear the lamentations of their women. 
Good stuff. Thank you. Uh, one more here from Western Collapse. NATO should have been dissolved in 1991. Europe has been grifting of American prote protection since then. Uh, Europe has been America's bitch since after the Second World War, especially Germany, the heart of Europe, uh, with the Marshall Fund and then the German Marshall Fund and then the stay behind armies and a lot of gay op NATO operations like Gladio and shit like that to keep uh, Europeans in, in great fear, right? Oh my God, we can't be on our own. All right. Okay, we're caught up there. Thank you, guys. So we'll be back here with soon more, of course. Uh, actually, intended to record a interview Tuesday, but I wasn't feeling the best. So I think we're doing that tomorrow. I got to double check. But uh, we do have interviews going to be booked in as well. So that's something we have in the pipeline. Uh, otherwise, of course, we'll be back Tuesday. Uh, all I'm saying on Entropy talked about Odyssey and being banned. So send us an email. We can find that. Sometimes maybe it's by accident or something. I'm not sure if you're banned on the chat. Uh, redassetproctimal.com, send us an email there and we'll uh, get that figured out. Appreciate it. Okay, so guys, if you want to uh, join us for much more, join us over at... Where's my plugs at? Oh, here we go. Join us over at redicemembers.com. You can also sign up at odyssey.com slash at TV. Uh, you can also join us at Subscribestar. Uh, that's subscribestar.com forward slash live. Uh, and we do have executive and, uh, uh, well, producer and executive producer tiers as well available uh, for you guys if you want to do a little bit extra. Let me say thanks to those today. V. Miller, Resin Revolt, Good Luck Lap, Jake, Red Pill Rundown, Chalky Milk, French 47, Mark Smith, No One Jeebs, President Ubunga, Mongoose, William Fox, Angry White Soccer Mom, The Second Wanderer, Operation Werewolf, The Ride Never Ends, uh, good to see you guys in chat as well today. Francis Parker, Yaki, Jill Bob, Last Place Simp, and Joseph Hart. Thank you guys. Also, thanks to our producers, Mr. Walker696, Yuan Son, Leroy Dumond, Snark Pop, Eyes Open, Mr. Lemry, and Yuri New. I think I have, we have one more uh, producer to add on there. Jay, I think it was. Uh, we'll get you into the rotation here very, very sh shortly. Uh, so yes, thank you for that, guys. We appreciate all of you. You are making a big contribution. Because of your help, we'll be able to hire an editor. We're going to get more clips up and stuff like that, too. Uh, but of course, we'd love to grow further. We'd love to have uh, actual producers here who can help us produce these shows live, who can help us edit, who can help uh, do clips for the shows. I'd love to have someone who help us book in uh, more guests and things like that, and we get really you know good rotation uh, on guests and things like that. But as you know, everything takes time. It's a lot of administrative stuff. So if you guys want to help out and put some resources of that away, uh, please do consider it. Producer tier is 50 bucks a month. Executive producer tier is 100 bucks a month. Uh, you get a special shout out at the end of the show as well. Uh, we also want to get uh, more input from you from uh, from that. What uh, guest suggestions do you have? Do you have topics that you want us to cover? Things like that. It's a little bit more engaging. Uh, in, in, engagative? Is that that's the word? <laughs> a little bit more engaging, I guess that's the uh, best word, uh, as a uh, executive producer. So anyway, Odyssey, subscribe, star, and you can get one of those as well over at redicemembers.com right now, too. All right, boys and girls, we'll be back with more soon. Uh, I want to thank you for tuning in today. Have a great uh, rest of your uh, week here before we're back for Flashback Friday. Uh, and then, of course, more over at redicemembers.com as usual. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon. Thank you for watching. Go to redicemembers.com and sign up for our exclusive members content. Don't miss our latest shows, interviews, and other videos only for subscribers. You can also become a member by signing up at subscribestar.com forward slash redice. 
get full access and help support our work. See you on the other side.